Hello, Googleization Nation. Welcome to Connect and Protect, a GGG Unleashed podcast, sponsored by our partner, Avanti, who makes the everywhere workplace possible. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each Connect and Protect episode, we will talk with Avanti's digital employee experience thought leaders who are helping organizations worldwide connect employees and customers in our new anytime, anywhere workplaces without sacrificing security. Let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Avanti's To Protect and Connect. Today, we are ecstatic to have with us none other than the Avanti's Chief Operating Officer, Dennis Kozak. And buckle up, folks, because Dennis is about to drop some future work bombs that'll make you rethink everything you thought you knew about what's coming next. Now, let's set the stage. It's been almost four years since the word office started to mean our living rooms, kitchens, and sometimes our closets. Yes, the everywhere workplace phenomena is no longer a forecast. It's our weather, folks, rain or shine. But here's the kicker. According to Avanti's groundbreaking 2023 Everywhere Workplace Report, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. We've got workers and employers doing the cha-cha, but it looks like they're dancing to different tunes. So is Everywhere Work all about our location, location, location? Nope. Our special guest today, Dennis, is here to reveal that we need a shakeup, not just in the where we work, but how we work. We're talking mindset, culture, and of course, technology. So stick around because if you think you've got the everywhere workplace thing down, prepare to have your world rock, enlightened, and maybe even flipped upside down. Dennis, welcome to GGG Unleashed, your Avanti's to protect and connect show. Well, Ira, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure to be here. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. Yeah, excellent. And it, it will be a good one and it will be a fast one. So let's start. I've mentioned Everywhere Workplace a few times. You guys kind of coined that phrase. I love it. I've been using it and talking about it with you guys for almost two years. Just can you explain a little bit to someone who may not have heard what an Everywhere Workplace is? Sure. Uh, very simply. The reality is, is that you know, so many companies uh, interact with their customers and their employees in so many different ways from so many different places. We tend to think, especially in the knowledge worker space, about you know, traditional office settings. But even in those types of companies, you, know, you still would have outside sales reps, and they've been doing everywhere work for years, whether they're working from their customer site, a Starbucks, a library, an airport, or at their home office or the corporate office, they're still conducting work. Now, post-pandemic, that applies to just about everybody. Not everybody has those same boundaries of having to go to a specific office in a specific location, and work has to happen. It's all about continuous productivity. As I mentioned in the intro, we're, you know, a lot of people are doing the cha-cha, but they seem to be doing it in different rooms or different directions or with uh, two, two left feet. What struck me the most in this report was there was a 28-point preference gap that that uh, you guys reported between how employees want to work and how they actually work. Can you kind of share what this preference gap was? Sure, yeah, it's, it's surprising and it's not surprising at the same time. You know, we've been hearing it for the last several years. Employees like flexibility. 
managers like control. They like visibility. And, you know, there's a, a very simple thought that having my employees in an office in front of me, I now can control what they're doing. I can see what they're doing and I feel better about what they're doing. But that's not really the case. Employees are saying, no, I don't want to spend time commuting to the office. Oh, by the way, when I get to the office, I jump on the same Zoom or Teams call that I was going to do from home anyway, because none of my coworkers are in the same location. So, hey, why not give me some flexibility to work where I need to work? Part of that is, uh, you know, and again, I'm going to go back to a prior profession I had when I used to see patients. But if, if the workplace is a patient, you're the doctor and they show up with this preference gap on a lab result. What symptoms would my business or millions of businesses around the world be experiencing? You know, you know we talk about the, the doctor and patient example, and you think about that the traditional way for doctors to interface with their patients was a live uh, face-to-face consultation in the doctor's office. And you think about some of the old days on TV, we used to see that people had home call doctors, right? They would come visit you at home. You know, it's sort of a blend between those two because modern technology now allows you to have telehealth visits to do some of the more mundane tasks. You know, I had my own example where a follow-up appointment, sure, a particular procedure, you you need to have, you know, direct uh, contact with your doctor and the nurses and all the staff. But for follow-ups, why did you have to come back to the office? Why not? Why couldn't you do it with a phone call, with a video meeting or any other collaboration tool? Lots of ways to still be effective and productive, both for the doctor and the patient in that relationship. So within that, there's a, there's a couple of symptoms, uh, again, that so I'm, I'm presenting to you. I, I came to you, you ran this test. And, you know, we're, so let's talk a little bit about the, the impact of, or what you've learned from this report about engagement, productivity, and also talent management, recruitment and retention. I think that, you know, the thing that, that's different now Right. Technology is absolutely a critical enabler of successful engagement. Right. You know, for years we've talked on the phone. You know, you pick up a traditional handset, dial somebody's phone number. Very often in B2B environments or even B2C environments, we're no longer using the phone as the key enabler. And so what you want to make sure is that your employees, your customers, your partners have access to the technology to connect with the folks they need to work with. And, and that really is a significant barrier breaker for a successful engagement, any type of productivity, whether it's in a B2B or in a B2C environment. I know there's still a, a huge challenge, too. I, I know a lot of people think that, you know, as the economy slows down or as people got back to normal, whatever that's going to be with the pandemic, that organizations are going to be able to find a, a lot of people, th- that people are just going to start knocking at the doors like they used to and submitting resumes. But that's changed. That's still not happening. Am am I correct? I mean, there's still a lot of people quitting. There's still a lot of people moving on. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's two types of things. You know, certainly we had the great resignation about a year and a half ago. But because the economy has changed, the great resignation in and of itself has more or less subsided. Um, However, employees are still often quietly quitting. Right. There's a term. You know, that's becoming more known and more popular, right? One in three office workers under 40 admit that they quietly quit, which means that, you know, they're just trying to get by. They'll still collect their paycheck, but they're not giving it their all. And, you know, they might be on the fence about whether they want to stay with that company or not. But the worst thing is for an employer is that employee stays on 
they're not very productive, they're not contributing. You know, so it's incumbent upon managers and executives to understand whether their remote employees or their in-person employees are actually still productive and are really participating and have not quietly quit. What would you tell an employer who, who, who says, well, basically it's just work ethic. I mean, it's young people and they're just, they're just quiet quitting. And, and I can tell you from our stats and, and I wrote a book 25 years ago called, called The Perfect Labor Storm. And we talked about presenteeism. So this thing about quiet quitting and people showing up for work for a paycheck and not doing their job or trying to get away with things is, is really nothing new. Um, I, I, again, it's just this, this interesting trend that we have. But, you're, but the report itself, the, everywhere, the, the 2023 Everywhere Workplace Report, you know, showed this really big difference between what employees and employers feel about productivity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you, you had some pretty startling stats. Oh, absolutely. It, like, I think that you can, you can put it in a couple of different categories. From an employee perspective, you know, they feel they're more productive uh, when they can work from wherever they need to be, particularly those that work from home. Certainly, they eliminate the stress of a commute. They eliminate the time of a commute. And so they feel, they tell us that they're more instantly on. And in fact, it almost goes the opposite. They could be more productive because they could work always on extended hours, you know, without having all those other disruptions, like picking up kids from soccer practice, going to doctor's appointments and so on. So, you know, they tell us that on the IT side of the house, right? They, they tell us that, hey, listen, you know, the systems, the productivity of employees, the quality of networks, um, you know, that you get an increase, right, of people accessing company data and networks with their personal devices. Uh, but you have to secure those things, right? You have an increase of folks that are moving from offices to to homes where assets are moving. They're leaving the office building and they're going to the home office. You you have folks that say in the IT department that, you know, one in three security professionals say they lost team members due to burnout, right? Because they were forcing that in-office work environment. And the flexibility of being able to work from home IT and security professionals will tell you that morale has increased when you start to allow those things. Dennis, there's there's certainly we're we're based in the U.S., but you have locations, you have clients, you have employees around the world. Are you seeing a difference between in this engagement and productivity and reception or acceptance, I guess, of the everywhere workplace? Is there a difference within regions and within some industries? You know, certainly uh, within region for Avanti, uh, we're not seeing a significant difference from country to country. Uh, just last week, I was in Germany, both in Munich and Cologne, and in our Munich office, we have a, a small footprint there that's really more for team meetings. Right? Most of our employees do work remote out there, and they come to this office one to two days a week, really to collaborate with each other and do team meetings. I then went on to Cologne and went to a partner event. It was a, an event hosted by Deutsche Telekom called Digital X, a massive event with about 80,000 attendees. And we had customers, partners, and the like, all there collaborating, really excited to be together for these particular sessions. But what we talked about in these particular meetings, we talked with potential customers and existing customers, and they all told us that they pretty much have a blended environment today. The very few have gone back, unless they have task workers that are highly dependent upon being in, the, in a specific location, 
so many of them in all industries. I mean, these are 80,000 people in Germany that work in all different industries, whether they were in telecom, whether in tech, whether they're in healthcare, all of them reported that, you know, this has had a substantial change to the way that they work. And it's really exciting to see. It's further validation that, you know, not just in the U.S. market, but globally. Another example, we have a lot of our development folks in India as our largest development centers. And many of those folks are also remote, even though they don't quite have the same infrastructure and the same type of environments that we all have in some of the more modern and developed markets. But yet they still are very productive working from home, but they leverage our facilities again for the same things. So they can come together one to three days a week to go get done, you know, specific things that they need to be co-located for versus what they can do remotely the rest of the time. We have you for another three ep- two episodes. So this is part of a three-part series talking about the uh, the new report, the 2023 Everywhere Workplace Report. So, uh, but there's one final question I want to ask you for today, specific to these results. What is your most surprising trend that, or or result or stat that that was revealed? in this report? You know, I think the, the stat that most resonated with me was, you know, that, you know, so many office workers will tell you now that they are not passed over for promotions due to remote work. It used to be, uh, or it is, a, a common thought process or a shared belief that you have to be present to get promoted. In fact, only 2% of office workers say that they were passed over a promotion due to remote work. That's astounding. If you asked that question five years ago, you probably would have had the inverse. 98% probably probably would have said they would be passed over if they weren't in the right place at the right time at that home office. Yeah, that that just struck out to me. In fact, I had had to check to see if it wasn't a typo, like there wasn't another zero or or something uh, in front or or before there, a number like a 92%. But 2%, yeah, 2% of people, only 2% of people said that they felt like they were passed over for promotion. Uh, That's incredible. Do you know, was there any difference within industries or was that um, universal with that? Uh no, that I mean, that's that's the universal stat. Um, certainly, there are some industries that are going to be more dependent. Uh, it's a little difficult to be a heart surgeon if you're not going to go see your patients and, and be in the right kind of facility, you know. Dennis, uh, it's been a pleasure. And the good news is for everyone uh, listening is that we get to have you back in the, for the next two months. So episodes five and six out of your series, uh, we'll be continuing to talk about the Everywhere Workplace. In the next episode, we'll talk about IT key findings, and uh, we're going to dig in a little bit more on the global and local phase of this, of how that's impacting the everywhere workplace. So we want to thank everybody for listening to GGG Unleashed, Avanti to protect and connect. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning how to stay connected and protected in the everywhere workplace. We'll be back next month with another episode of Connect and Protect. But until then, you can learn more about Avanti and the Everywhere Workplace by visiting their website, avanti.com. Until next month, don't let the shift hit your plan.